This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash yanks. Today is November 7th, and we're talking all about the Yankees starting rotation for next year, what it is, what it should be, what it could be. Also, they dropped some players to make room on the 40 man. We'll discuss that as well. Thank you and welcome to Talking Yanks. Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, which is brought to you by SeatGeek. My name's Jimmy. His name is Jake. And we are Talking Yanks, BBD behind the dish today. And I believe, uh, are we still running the postseason? For Yanks. S- oh, it's just Yanks. Yanks is back, Jimmy. Yanks, Yanks is, is back. back at SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app. Uh, the playoff, y'offs are done. The postseason is over. So SeatGeek is back with code Yanks, $20 off your first purchase with promo code Yanks. Download the SeatGeek app. And yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of time to go see some different things. They've got theater tickets, concerts, or I think spring training's like already up. So, you know, the 24 Yankees pursuit for a championship starts now. Do it with SeatGeek code Yanks. How are you, Jake? Nailed it. I'm good, Jim. I'm good. The offseason's here. Uh, 23 is in our rear view. Um, you know, I, the Snakes, the Diamondbacks, have been super awesome to us as a company and myself personally, so it was fun to to bandwagon for a little bit. And it's funny to see some of the Yankees teenagers being like, how could you do that, man? How could you root for them? And it's, it's a classic case of uh, if someone's nice to us, we're nice to them back. Uh, and what those fans should be asking themselves is, why aren't you asking more from the Yankee side of the relationship? Because um, they could still be playing ball later into the year or just being nice to us as a company. Um, so ask more of the Yankees. That's that's my offseason task for a lot of fans, um, and that's what we need. Beebs, you raise your hand. I have a follow-up question for the people. Well, not a question so much as just, uh, oh, it's a, it's a shirt. Like, don't get hung up on a shirt. Yeah, no, I mean, what I, are you the shirt? What's happening? People get mad me. that Jake wears Diamondbacks. No, it's it's not even real people. I, yeah. I'm just I I'm more so a thanks thanks to the Diamondbacks. It's it's teenage it's teenagers who want to do the you know how could you wear another team's jersey, dude? Oh. Um, and I'm saying them it's because you get old. Catch me dead. I don't <laughs> care that you wear another team's jersey, but I can't wear other team's jerseys. You get older and people are nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if someone's nice to us, I'm, or someone's nice to me, I'm going to be nice back. And the snakes were awesome. So uh, hope the Yanks start being nicer and start putting a better product on the field. And I think you should root for that too. How are you doing, Jim? I'm good. I'm excited. It's the offseason. There's people that are off the Yankees that are not on the Yankees yes. anymore. They're officially free agents. Like if you go to. The websites we go to, Roster Resource or, you know, even just like the Yankees.com 40 man. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
There's some openings. They outrighted some people to the minors. Web dog, sorry about you. Uh, we'll see in spring. But enjoy the golfing. Mm. Booney thinks you're a great golfer. He says you're a great yeah, golfer. Every time he gets brought up. I believe him. So, I mean, some of the moves change uh, what, like, Fangraphs has as projected top nine. Like, Florial's currently the starting center fielder now. Right. And batting nine hole with Bowers as the starting left fielder and batting in the seventh hole. Yep. So, those guys are still around. But some have left. And the depth, like, the lack of depth is kind of like even more apparent when you go look at all the sites and read, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's gone, he's gone. So, we're going to do a full deep dive into the pitching rotation. Uh, BBD has prepped a, a, a fun sheet for us, kind of like internal options, external options. How should we feel? And we'll- no external options. It's good. We're just looking inward right now. Oh, okay. Imagine in the next few weeks we will do a full My bad. My free bad. agency I knew that, preview but yes. and all of that. Um, so I'm excited to look at the pitching because it is offense, 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 offense. Some people will see the headline for this episode and be like, who cares? I need offense. I need pitching too. I think that's like... It's as it's more equal than you think in need, uh, which isn't good. But the moves that they did make, Jake, you can say goodbye to Matt Bowman, outrighted to the minors. Jimmy Cordero, outrighted to the minors. Franchi Cordero. Wow, the Cordero bros. Yeah. Outrighted to the minors. Domingo Herman outrighted to the minors. That's a big one. And Ryan Weber outrighted to the minors. Now, outrighted to the minors is like the phrasing they use. But yeah, but all all six of these players have enough service time to once they pass through waivers, elect free agents. Yes, yes, they will. So they're most likely. I don't know. Do you think any of those guys accept? Like, I want to stay in the system. Ryan Weber. Even then, I think he doesn't. And then they just go grab him again. Yeah, I mean, just go do free agency and essentially the news here is Domingo Herman is out, and it's it's news that I think Yankee fans have been waiting for for a sneaky long time, depending how far back you want to go, and it's it had to happen it because they've treated him as this like emergency blanket that you're going to need every year. And when, when you mention the Yankees have starting pitching needs, every team has starting pitching needs starting a new offseason. But, you know, as, as teams, every league looks at who just won their championship and say, how do we bottle up some of that? You know, the, the Texas Rangers sneaky had like eight MLB starting pitchers this year. And if you go back in time, we start every spring training saying you're going to need eight. And there's different levels to it, right? Like, you know, there's there's going to be guys that underachieve. There's going to be guys that overachieve in a given year, whether you're looking at a young guy like Dane Dunning who stepped up for the Texas Rangers this year um, or someone like Martin Perez who basically got $20 million and, and fell off this year. You know, DeGrom was out the whole season. Uh, Scherzer barely was by the end that – you know, you need starting pitching depth, and that can happen in a lot of different ways, and you're going to need young guys to step up. You're going to need veterans. You know, we got two coin flip veterans we're going to talk about uh, between our lefties this year. But Domingo Herman served as like a kind of a dirty breakout in case of emergency blanket, and the Yankees were going to tap into that every year. Because if if your uh, options are a Brito, a Vasquez, or whoever, or Domingo Herman, who's thrown a lot of MLB innings, you're going to tap into that. It was also like, um, 
It was like an easy situation to say we believe in second chances and we and you know he's like um, a great teammate and he's really changed and it wasn't like he was um, the face you know because you've seen guys like that that have still been blackballed because they're just such headline grabbers so he was never like good enough to be. Um, this was going to be like huge news and huge backlash that they had to face. And then he was never bad enough to just cut him, which maybe in a lot of people's mind, they should have done a while ago, but you know, all the retirings and the hmm. post and the drama about it. And up until it like crashed and burned last season, all the reports were, he was, you know, a changed man, good teammate, all this stuff. And we know nothing about his personal life. But he always kind of fell in this middle ground of like, eh, no one's going to be too hot either way. And the upside's there, so let's keep him around. And he threw a perfect game against the minor league A's. Um, no one else did it, though. So credit to Domingo. I just making a jab at the A's. I was not knocking Domingo's perfect game. But, yeah, they needed to just, like, move on. They need to move on from a lot of guys. This one, they definitely needed to just, like, Let's get out of this. Yeah, the the Yankees. They what what you're saying value wise. I mean, you know, last year he was on on the books for two point six million, which uh, a pitcher with his, uh, you know, just pitching wise, a pitcher with his MLB history, a you know ERA in the mid fours can throw you some innings. Like technically on the books and roster wise, that's a great value, but. There's a lot of stuff off the field, and apparently a, a lot of new stuff resurfaced this year that, um, I don't know, it, it was funny, as we talked around the office, early Yankees offseason talks, even like end of September when the season was over, when people were still talking about the starting pitching, they were like, and you know, Domingo will probably be an option, and it's like, no, mm. no, like we, if we're moving on to next chapters as Yankee fans, he has to be a part of the past, and now... It looks like that's finally happening after, I mean, this dude was on the 2017 Yankees. Hmm. Um, and you do understand talent-wise, um, you know, Domingo Herman has MLB talent in him. He threw a perfect game against the quadruple A's this year. but Shots fired well. Had you, an 18-win season. When Yeah, when you get Crazy. into baseball and even playoffs, you know, the – the playoff run that he did miss where we thought he was going to be an asset. Look at John Gray was another pitcher for the Texas Rangers who in his bit performances ended up being massive for Texas. That could, could Domingo Herman have done that for a team in a playoff run? Yes. He also could have got rocked. Like that's the beauty of baseball, but uh, that's why the Yankees kept him around and that, that security blanket needed to go and it's, it's gone. It's gone forever. Gone, man. Gone. Baby, gone. So goodbye, Domingo Herman. That leaves the pitching staff even lighter, Jake. And uh, a lot of people to rely on that I don't know if they're at the level of reliability the Yankees need. Uh, the Yankees have relied on Domingo, we've talked about, as being a cog in the rotation, or plug, I should say. Plug. And they've relied on Seve the last, like, two years. And it was like, I don't know. Like, uh, so I'm glad we're getting rid of some of the people that they like to act like they could rely on that were never sure things. They haven't been replaced with sure things. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we talked about Cole and the question marks. We're a little back, back to Cole and the question marks. I think they're better question marks than they were 
mm. in that season? Because who were they back then? I mean. What year was calling the question marks? I, I don't, don't know. I don't was remember. that the first year without Tanaka? Cole in the question would have been marks. 20, 21 would have been the first would have been the first year post Tanaka, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Cole Monty, Jamo, Domingo, Nestor, who had not yet established himself. Yeah, and Bloomberg. then Domingo was the same to coming off suspension. Yeah. And then Jamo was you know, he was coming off injuries, two years of being injured. And Monty was the other one coming off Tommy John. Red pitch one game and yeah, I think this had been, this was his first like actual year back. So, I guess twenty twenty he pitched, but weird year for everybody in the world, <laughs> in the whole world. So let's get into it. We got Garrett Cole as the ace. We're excited about that. He's gonna win Cy Young, as good of a one as you can have, as dependable and reliable as a one as you can have. He does have an opt out after this year, correct? If he wins Cy Young again, he's most likely going to opt out. Or if he's top five. Very well might do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. If he's, he's if he has healthy. a plus year and is, if he's healthy, he's probably going to opt out. Wait. I'd say so. And the Yankees, the way they I wouldn't say healthy. You, you got to be, you have to be a certain level of good. Well, like, I think he's there. Like, I, I don't think. Yeah. As good as yeah, I don't know Garrett if, Cole can be in his sleep. Like I, he'll be, I, he'll I be 34 so. if he, if he doesn't have a. Good year to Garrett Cole's standards. I don't think it's like, I don't. I don't think it's just health. He'd have to perform. Well, I'd be interested to see. Um, I would. How I would much think it'd be money? money on, uh, how much money some pitchers get this off season? Like, how mm-hmm. much is Monty going to get AAV? Because uh, if he's anywhere close to what Cole's like going to be getting, then right. Cole's going to get it. You look at what Scherzer got in his old age, even though that maybe didn't work out. What Verlander got maybe didn't work out. But you look at like these numbers. And then you got to look at, is there a pitcher that um, he, he had a bad season this year? There's there's someone that had a bad walk year. Aaron and Nola? Nola. Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Look at what Nola gets this year. And I think that'll lead you to know if Cole ends up having a four ERA next year, if he would still opt out or not. I think right. that's a good comp, right? He'd, he'd be walking away from four years, one forty-four, one, two, three, four years. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Cole, at thirty-six a year. Cole, and, so let's see what Nola gets. And the the clause in there is if he opts out, the Yankees can just say, "Oh no, tack on a fifth year at the same annual value." Oh, so he's opting out. So he'll he'll opt out, and the Yankees will probably probably just tack that on. I, I think that's the. The Yankees have a likely. The Yankees have a "we're not losing you" button. Yes. Oh, okay. I think they hit that no matter what. Yeah, I think I think pretty much no matter what. So I this think that's how that's gonna play. I didn't know they had a, uh, a basically like a uh, get out of jail free card or basically in a monopoly deal a. Uh, uh, oh, what's that called? Sorry. It's a card where you're like, ah, nah, you can't do that. Sorry. Oops, card. Uh, yeah, I, I, Garrett Cole will be, he'll be here with the Yankees next year. We'll have just more say time no. to talk about just the Just say no, just card. Say no. It's great. Um, he is, you know, the year the year before 2022 is a 3-5 ERA, <laughs> and I think it was like a two-and-a-half war pitching season where he follows it up with Cy Young, seven-and-a-half war season. So, uh, you know, you got to let the years happen and play out, and 34 is a big a big pitching difference number than some of the guys like Nolan, things like that. But 
Uh, you have Cole for next year for being a yeah. one. It's what you want for a one. Um, and you mentioned COVID being a year weird year. Uh, a guy with, you know, one of the more re- repeatable motions all time. You know, one of the spin zones of being a Yankee fan with his first season in 2020 was he only pitched 73 innings, but in theory he was healthy. So, you know, in the timeline of a pitching career, does that did that help almost reset his body a little bit and limit some innings in a way that doesn't normally happen in baseball history? Because uh, everything else around that is uh, a buck 81 plus. All the other seasons are 200 except the season coming off of 2020 where they were trying to limit his, his innings a little bit. So he is a workhorse. He's awesome. He got one vote for Cy Young in that year. One vote. Makes him, mm. puts him 10th. Tenth. So on officially it says... He finished, or he finished ninth, ninth. top ten in Cy Young voters, just because one dude. Yeah, probably a Yankees beat reporter because Nestor got some too. Yeah, I think Nestor got two fifth place votes and Cole got one or something like that. Most strikeouts from Yale. You know, I always like to sh- to shout out that day IKF directly led to four run or five runs. Oh my god, IKF sabotaged him. IKF sabotaged him that Forgot day. Forgot about that. Hilarious. I forgot all about that. Um, well, IKF's gone. IKF's gone. Well, not currently not a Yankee. Currently not a Yankee. Yeah, I'm uh, just gonna need to see it to believe it at this point. Because <laughs> I was chopping up a list of a lot of top shortstops numbers <laughs> the past couple seasons in baseball. IKF was on the list, a lot of the bottom of the list with Elvis Andrews and. Miggy Rojas, Mickey Lopez. No, it's not on the bottom of the list. The farmer's dog. Jim's got five dogs. I've got one, but he's the size of five dogs. And the farmer's dog is the best way to take care of your pooch because they have human-level-grade food for your dog. Doesn't that kind of make sense? Healthier food for your dog. Doesn't matter if they're young or old. It's always the right time to be investing in their health, and they make it for your dog. There's a lot of different kinds of dogs out there. Go look at them. Big dogs, small dogs, Dr. Seuss book. Um, And they get the right one for your pooch. Mine comes with Noodle's names on it. They make it for a big dog because he is a big dog. So you should go to Farmer's Dog, not only to take care of your pooch, but also you're getting 15% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. Get yourself some free shipping. That's farmersdog.com slash johnboy, 50% off and free shipping. Click that link. I have an interesting, in my opinion, comp on the Garrett Cole free agency or tack-on year with the Yankees. Okay. So he is going to be 34 at the end of next year. Yep. If he opts out... And then the Yankees throw down their just say no card, and they're like, nah. Another year. You're still with us, but we give you another year. His contract then would be for one, two, three, four, five years, I believe, at 36 a year. Yep. 5180. So 5180, which is exactly what (laughs) Jacob deGrom just got at his 35 year. So he's definitely going to opt out. I think the Yankees will take it. But it is interesting that, like, yeah, I, I don't know if a market can be set for him to get higher. Like, Verlander got 40 mil, but over three years. Yeah. 
lot of options. So it would too. be he would he would be like I don't want to. Yankees are going to tack on a fifth year. I don't want to pitch a fifth year. I want to pitch three years and make tons of money and then be gone. But I don't think that's who Garrett Cole is. So that's that Degrom being like the same numbers is kind of I found interesting. Yeah, yeah, a little. Uh, how good is your good versus how often are you on the field there? Yeah, well, they're good and good is pretty similar to anyway. Degrom doing historic, historic things. Yes, but so is I mean I mean Gareth, when you get to that level, yeah, you're an you're an you're, ace is ace. You're you're splitting some hairs, but Degrom's best season ever is, is better than Cole's best season ever. Um, but he just hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, he hasn't made more than fifteen starts in four seasons. Yep. All right. Now the first question marks, Carlos Rodon and Nestor Cortez. What can they be? What will they be? Uh, Carlos Rodon is on year two of a six-year, $162 million contract. He's uh, making $27 million a year, so still nine less than Garrett Cole. He's got uh, a body that is riddled with IL stints from the forearm to the back to the hamstring to the shoulder. Uh Looking for a clean slate next year, a full spring training. I think this is going to be the biggest dagger that could happen for me. Not the biggest, obviously, because Judge and Cole exist. But if Rodon doesn't get a full offseason and a full spring training, you know, if he shows yeah. up to spring training and is shut down instantly, or we find out at the end of the year press conference that he's got to go actually, he's got to get his shoulder cleaned up. There's some stuff in there, and that's going to set him back like, that's that would be like oh I would sour everything's not not kind of sour but that would be like whoa everything's pretty sour you yeah. you can say that yeah he's um he's going to be penned in the rotation and if you have to cross that pen out that's going to hurt at some point whether it's spring training next year or um if if that doesn't happen because they are going to pitch him um and. You know, there there's a glass half full side of it. Clearly, whatever Carlos Rodon last year wasn't what he was the previous seasons because his stats are really good. Um, and baseball gets everyone. Baseball gets everyone. So your your spin zones are going to be someone like a Jose Barrios, who he signed a big extension with Toronto, um, and he was awful in 2022. Uh, he led the league in hits given up and earned runs given up. He had a five two three ERA. He bounced back this year. He had a 3.65 and 189 innings, and he was a really good starting pitcher. So, you know, Rodon, uh, the Yankees are forced to, to, if they're going to be something better than last year, he has to be a lot better. Um, and then it's going to be a question of, okay, if you, if you do, if we start doing one of those box graphs, and it's like, Carlos Rodon, is he pitching? Yes. Is he good? That's the next part of the box. Um, so I, it's hard to say what you can, once you write his name in the rotation, what are we going to get? Because we saw him be awful and not healthy. So if he is healthy, hope he's not awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's after Cole, that's where the conversation has to start. It would be nice if he was nice. And it'd be cool to have the two and three as lefties, you know, make Ooh, other okay. make other people come over and play the righties, and take away any advantage of a home run there in the short porch. Neutralize other teams' lefties. 
Oh, it's a good strategy. Interesting strategy. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you want to place any of your personal opinions on, um, on Rodon or like leanings, you know, last year, I think at this point I said, no, I'm excited for Bader year. I think he's going to be good. And, and that was an opinion I put out there early. Right. I don't know if I right now have any, like I, I don't, nothing will change until we get to spring and he's been no setbacks all off season and he gets a full slate of spring training starts. Even then I, you know, you're not going to, be like screaming from the rooftops. You still got to see it happen. But um, I I have no lean, and I'm readying myself for a uh, readying myself for a mixed bag season. Mm. Hoping if we get to the postseason, he turns it on there. Right. That's my like. That's your usual. That's my that's your sta- usual lane. I want it to be good quote. by the postseason, but they got to get to the postseason. Yeah. Well, they need other pitchers that need to be good like yeah. down the stretch. Um, but if you know. Tanaka, Monty, we're always like, I'm not expecting you to be a sub three five ERA guy. Just be there's, good and when it matters, and, like and, and, and make your starts and pitch your innings. You mentioned it's year one of a six year contract, and yeah. he's a guy that he did earn that contract. He had two back to back lights out years. He earned that contract, so uh, it's create your own story because everyone's, I, you cannot go into next season with the expectation that Ron Rodon Ron. Uh, for short, you can't go into next season with the expectation that Rodon is going to be the 31 start 288 ERA guy he was when the Yankees signed him that finished uh, top six in the Cy Young back to back years. So does he have the ability to do that? Sure does. Like that's that's how he got that contract. That's that's how we that's how we got here. Um, but no Yankee fan is going to have that expectation um, for me. I mean, I. You, you've seen me, I've turned into my most smug, and you know I don't like being smug. Um, but I've become smug with Rodon, because remember, you know, he, he teed it up. Like, he, I'm going to be that bad mf I'm going to have the mustache going. I'm going to have the, the chest showing. Like, I, I am that guy. I'm excited for New York. Well, <laughs> your first year went as poorly as it could between injuries, the pitching, and, you know, the... The Matt Blake stuff at the end and blowing kisses in the crowd, like it, it went as poorly basically as it could. Like a year of him just being hurt and out would have been better for Yankee fans' perspective of him. Yeah, you know. So yeah. this this went as poorly as it could. So that's where I'm sitting. I'm I'm sitting at the side of the table, smug as a bug, because it's teed up in for a rug. him. And if he can go and shove and be that guy that he showed us the smallest glimpses of. And be like a new generation's David Wells. Fire me up, and I'll I'll cheer for you and be rah rah Rodon guy. But man, you have put your back up against the wall, um, and I want to see him. I want to see him swing his way out of it. This was a this was a bar fight, and mm-hmm. he's up against the wall. I want to see him come swing his way out of it and knock everyone out, and then be like, "All right, you're that guy." But he's got to do it. He's got to do it, and. I don't know if I'm expecting him to be healthy for the full season, like miss time, but be healthy and and be be stretched out come postseason. I've been asking that for everyone for a while. So right now, I don't have high hopes for him to be like an ERA leader, uh, a 30, 30 game starter. Sure, I need to I need to get there. Okay, we still two out of six. Yeah, so let's we'll, we'll, let's at least be a stepping stone, huh? A little time to, to reevaluate this, and he'll have a PPP and all that. Mm. He, 
he ended up with 14 starts this year. Mm-hmm. To be, are we good with like, in theory, so obviously it has to be better, but like, I don't know, 20, 25 starts. Yeah. Like target, if he right? gets to that area, yeah. if he gets to, uh, and know, 20, to good. above 20, then like, that's a stepping stone and be there for the play. We're just looking for stepping stones. Yeah. And be there for the playoffs. And I mean, our, our guy was essentially rehabbing in major league starts too. He had, you know, five of those starts were below 75 pitches. So like, the the fourteen starts is a little loophole there almost. That yeah, I mean this year was as much of a wash as it could be. We saw nothing from Rodon. <laughs> True. All right. Well, after him comes Nestor. Sure. Nestor's going to be in the rotation. Uh two rotator cuff aisle stints last year. Uh hamstring to end the year before, but that was a farce. And didn't wasn't there a farcical hamstring this year as well where he was running right afterwards? Or maybe that's just what Nestor does. No, that was spring. that was WBC spring. He tapped oh, yeah, out yeah, and yeah. he was he was actually a little choppy. Yeah. So um wasn't great when he did pitch. Uh but his one start between Iostins was awesome on August 5th versus uh Houston Fornings pitch one and run to eight K's. Do we think that, and we didn't talk about this with Rodon, but I've seen this on the interwebs, do mm. we think fitness was an issue with the pitch clock and the stamina? Mm. And uh, for a little bit, it seemed like Nestor went away from nestering for a while and like just pitched like a straight-up pitcher. And I was like, no, I still think you should do all the funky stuff. Makes you feel like you. But also, he's always pitched at great speed to be ahead of the pack. I don't even know the numbers on this. I wonder if he tried to like even be faster to be even more ahead of the pack or, or anything. Um, I don't know. Again, it's an injured season. I mean, I, I think even when he was pitching, something, something felt a little off with Nestor, and the Yankees, <laughs> like, would half allude to it and then half not allude to it, and then he was hurt, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you know, his his shoulder's been janky," and you're like, "Okay." Um, it's a fun game to play. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that that start against his one start after May. So think about that. I mean, we we only saw Nestor Cortez one time after May. It was against Houston. It was four innings, one earned, uh, and eight strikeouts. So uh, I don't know the the talent. I feel like the talent is in there somewhere even Nestor starts this year remember it was almost Monty-esque that it felt like he was having a little bit of like never walked off the mound happy but he was having days where it was like Nestor was pretty good but there was the one thing Mm -hmm. um and so I I don't know like when he was pitching he did look like Nestor there was less silly stuff but I also remember commenting the year before that there wasn't as much silly stuff and like Nestor was just good like that was our adding to the baseball lexicon. So I, I think that's just, if he's not pitching good, you're like, well, and he's not doing the fun stuff. So um, I don't know. For me, it's health. And I, I guess where what I don't know is like, you know, everyone was doing the whole thing. Like, oh, Nestor's pitched a ton. He's he's a soft-throwing lefty. He would pitch in the offseason. Well, you get older and like innings start to add up. So I, I have no idea. Uh, for me, it's a health thing. And I guess pitching-wise... And maybe this is rude to Nestor, and again, I'm always willing to be surprised. 
But Nestor was always pitching over his skis just a little bit. Like, whenever yeah. we were talking about him, it was like, wait, why is he this good? And then you'd see the location, and, like, he really pitches, and that's fun. And, you know, the fastball is, uh, you know, he's got a little bit of an invisible fastball. But, I, you know, the two nine two four four Nestor never seemed fully true. It seemed like he was good. Um, but, you know, for me, it's going to be health. And if I can get... If I can get the 20, 25, 30 starts out of him, I feel like I'm going to be in an okay spot with Nestor. But the back-to-back shoulder injuries one season, that's scary. Scary in the innings. So I'm, I'm interested on, you know, if he can throw. How many innings did he throw in 2022? Uh, 158. So if he can get, they shut him down. We think he was healthy, but they shut him down at one point. So, yeah, that's not that many. Um, yeah, and I, I, BBD was alluding to this as a little bit if, if you're opening up more bright side. Like, the fact that him and Rodon did pitch some innings this year, like, you know, it's it's not a completely blank, you know, four innings pitched or, you know, double Jameson Tyone missing two years. Like, these guys did end up on the mound for 60-plus innings each. Yeah. What's a good amount of innings? You know, if, if, if you want your one, if you want Cole to be around – 180, um, your ace to be around 180. Like minimum. Yeah, I'm just looking at past Yankees aces, yeah, sure. and it's around there. Um, Cole is like a What do you need out of the 2-3? You need another guy to help like get a good chunk, right? So Cole pitched 200 last year. Ty- Tyone pitched 177, and Nestor pitched 158. So that's a decent top three. I don't know other teams. And then in 2021, it was 181 for Cole, 157, 144 for JMO and uh, Monty, and then JMO. Or you have this in 2019, it was 180 for Tanaka, 160 for Hap, 150 for Paxton, 140 for Herman. Like four pitchers getting, you know, 140 plus. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even if you looked around baseball more, I feel like that year is probably more of an outlier. Um, that's that's a that's four starters doing a chunk of innings. I I think if you're the Yankees, you're I think the more realistic lane probably feels like that 21 season where you've got Cole a buck eighty. Yeah, who's um, a, what's a good team to comp here? I guess I'll do like. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think. Teams. I'm trying to think of you know the team that was the model before the playoffs was the Braves, and I know their pitching staff was banged up last year. So I guess I'm looking at that as a glass half. Nola Wheeler, Taiwan Walker had all 170 plus, and then Ranger Suarez was 120. So they had Phillies had four at 120. But like Braves last year had three guys over 160: Strider, Elder, Morton. Nobody else was over 78. So there's. There's different ways to yeah, skin that yeah, cat three, and four. still be a good team, but I think you need three guys over one one forty. I think that's the goal, kind of like the twenty one Yanks. Yeah, three guys over one forty. So, and Nestor and Rodon both going to be that for them next year. I don't think you can count that both of them will do that. No, but I think if you if the Yankees are going to have a successful season, which there will be a, a shot of, um, one of them for sure can do that. Yeah. Or you're you're gonna need one of them to do that. I think you think right now you're. you're I'll be optimistic enough that one of them is gonna do right. that. You know, you know, I I view starting pitchers as coin corn flips, 
and coin toss. You'd think you'd think one of these guys will have a nice twenty-four. I couldn't tell you which one. I guess uh, this is a fun game. If you had to bet on one having a good twenty twenty-four, which one would you bet on? Rodon. Okay. I'm not. Oh, I don't know. Actually, right? Yeah, it's an inter- I, I that's know. an interesting. That's an interesting uh, thought study. Because you've got one guy who's been successful in New I York. I thought was Rodon's and- fastball slider play more. You know, his fastball, he can get it up there. And they tunnel well. And he, he's kind of like just on sight more of like, yeah, that's when you see it and it's right. Yeah, that's good. Nestor has always felt more the funky arm angles. He, he pinpoint, pinpoint location in, his, in when he's really on. Like, he can't miss a spot because he's hitting the corners perfectly with that fastball. That's 91-92. Um, where Rodon, because his velo's there and his slider's so nasty, he's able to miss some spots and still miss bats. But Rodon only has two pitches. Like, if Rodon had a third pitch that I trusted at all, I'd say Rodon has right. a more of a major league mix. But because he doesn't, it makes it very close. And I don't have an answer. An interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I kind of... Have our socials team present that one to the people because I, I would actually love to see those comments. It, I think it, I think the vote comes back Nestor actually easily. You probably get angry. Well, people aren't mad at Nestor right now. As exactly, well. and yeah. and Nestor has done it in New York, which sounds like New York bullshit, but people believe in that, and I yeah. kind of believe in it too. Eh. Not saying Rodon can't. I believe you have to perform in New York. I mean, Joey yeah. Gallo, Sonny Gray, et cetera, et cetera. The Heen Dog did it. Oh, World Series champion Andrew Heaney, please. I don't hold any vendetta against the Heen Dog. The Yankees. No, he was in a that situation. awful situation. And then, yeah, that was terrible. So that's Nestor and Rodon. The two question marks. We moved down the list. Mm. And now we got some fun conversations about trade. Yeah. Huh? Trading your uh, old dog food in for your new dog food with the farmer's dog? We already did that one, Jim. But how oh, about you did. human you food? Did. Huh? You did human food factor. Yeah, I love I love human food. That's kind of my thing. We get factor meals at the house too. I like them. They're very. I I just love the ease of it. Just pop it in, heat it up. Some of them are very, 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 very tasty because uh, even in food I don't like, but I'm yeah. like, oh well, this mixture is tasty. Factormeals.com/slash/yanks50. Use code <coughs> Yanks50 to get fifty percent off. That's a lot of money. Fifty percent off. It's code Yanks50 at Factormeals.com/slash/yanks50 to get fifty percent off. What's factor? Well. Convenient, nutritious meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. We actually have, like, is it, is it Biebs? Who's the, we have someone here, like, Panic. Panic, who eats Factor. Like, before we even, like, started working with Factor, he was like, oh, I eat Factor. Like, every day. Like, he's, a lot. He's just a customer. He's a yeah. factor man. He's a factor factory. He's a factor His factory. His body is a factor factory. So thanks to Factor Factor uh, is going to give you 50% off when you use code YANKS50. Beebs labeled these guys as trade bait. Mm. And we've been talking about them in this way a lot is Clark Schmidt and Michael King. Mike King, Mike King. Mm. Two guys that their value is pretty high. Um, Kings is probably as high as it's ever been 
Clark, I think, maybe was way higher before he like broke onto the scene. That one, he, like he, he won. He problem. he won summer camp king. Right before he really, you know, as a prospect, it was probably higher. Um, but he just pitched the whole season. That has a lot of value. Yeah. It was pretty bad for a while, and then it was okay for a little bit. Um, Comparison-wise, it's times Yankee fans were like, that's good, but I think comparison around the league, it was never like, that's good. So that's Clark Schmidt. Yeah, I'd have Clark's value higher than it's ever been, and I I would just put it into my equation of, and you guys will see it next year with top prospects lists. Uh, Whenever there's a top prospect list and a prospect gets called up and then they play really well, they fly up the top prospects. If you remember Randy Rosarena broke onto the playoff scene and went nuts, he didn't lose his prospect eligibility. He wasn't a top 100 prospect, and then he became a top five prospect because <laughs> he performed <laughs> at the major league level. So seeing Clark Schmidt throw a buck 59 major league innings, uh, and he, he looked really solid, like especially after the start. I, I think, you know, I've been, been targeted for my butter knives in previous years, but he came onto the scene his first month, six weeks as an MLB starting pitcher were rough. We were saying like, hey, let's cut the tape. This ain't working. And kudos to him and the Yankees. One of the few snaps we'll give them for this year. They stay with Clark. He performed. He was uh, very consistent, like on a normal Yankee team. Remember when we just talked about Domingo Herman's 18 wins with a four ERA? That's how we'd be talking about Clark Schmidt. Like, he put them in winning positions almost every start um, in the second, you know, not even the second half of the year after the first month of the season. So I, I think him doing that, getting 159 major league innings, um, I think his value is at a peak. Um, and then Mike King, you have to say the same, uh, whether it's him just breaking out and being put into a reliever role um, and just continuing to climb the ladder of like, okay, yeah, this guy, you know, he had a breakout in the minors. Um, you know, he could be a swing man for us to, um, oh, wow, the stuff really ticked up in the bullpen. He, he looks kind of electric out there. Uh, and then in, there's the injury that's kind of scary. And then for him to come back this year, um, be that electric bullpen guy, and then get stretched out towards the end, um, very interesting. Very interesting. Both of these guys will be in a lot of trade talks. Um, I think it's interesting organizationally for whoever the Yankees are trading with. I think whatever you value, uh, you're going to value one of these guys more. Like Clark Schmidt kind of has the history of – um, you know, he was a starting pitcher throughout the minors. The Yankees tried a first little bull pick, little bullpen stuff. Yeah, like he slid in the first round because he was hurt. That's how the Yankees got him. So if you value a guy that looks like he's going to be 150 innings, plug him into the rotation, um, and, you know, everything we just talked about innings pitched, Clark Schmidt, you would circle that as the more valuable guy. If you're looking for the high-end winning poker hand, I mean, Michael King, man, when he's on, you, you've heard me – rant and rave about him for years because there's like four pitches when he's right uh, that just make him feel gross. And to see him do that in the rotation uh, with limited leash, and he kind of he walked the tightrope perfectly, man. If he had one, one bad start, that would have ruined his like buildup as a starting pitcher, and he didn't have it. Um, so, yeah, those, those guys are going to be in a lot of trade talks. And I think if you're Yankee fans, I think the, the appeal – of King is sexier that if we end this Yankees offseason and we get our lefty needs filled and a lot of other stuff and King's still in the rotation, I think that feels like the perfect dream board. But 
you kind of have to do whatever whatever you have to do with these guys to make the Yankees better. Yeah. Feels like you have to do. Yep. Yep. I mean, if they're going to go get a Yamamoto, I know a lot of teams are trying to get him, but if they're going to grab him, there's not many other starters on the market, like free agent wise, that I think they'd go get unless they go get Nola. But, yeah. If, if or like any given one year guy, if, if they want innings. Like, if, yeah. If you're willing to get. Um, how do you say it? Yoshinobu? I mean, that's that felt wrong. The first name I haven't nailed. That felt Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Um, Yoshi. You know, as as you look at the free agent class, Montgomery, LOL. Grab, pick him up. Snell, Nola. Um, yeah, and then there's there's a lot of guys that you're you're more so taking a a chance on after their season. So, Otani um, probably won't pitch much next year, but would um, be a starting pitching. Pick him up. Lance Lynn. Into the future. I suppose two Clark notes. One set his career high in innings by like a lot. So that uh, the September numbers aren't great. Chance he just like kind of hit the wall that hopefully I'm tired. isn't happening in the future. He added a lot of innings. And I I believe if I'm looking at this right, of the two of them, he has a, an extra year of control. So he think the acquiring team mm. in a trade would get three years of Clark or two years of King, which is noteworthy. Hmm. Um, yeah, Clark's interesting because he's got value, but I don't know how much value. Uh, you still have to believe that it in like upside and and a lot of upside and getting better. Didn't fare well against lefties. Um, he had a middle stretch of the season that was that was good, but I think he was only going five innings and like you know two earned. Like I think it's like a three five ERA, and not not eating innings, still giving four innings to the bullpen every time out there, and then he finished poorly. So I think his, his second half is actually worse than his first half when you break the season half, uh, which is kind of interesting because he felt good. Felt like a bad start and a good finish. It was actually a, it was a sandwich, the old Paxton sandwich. And the middle wasn't amazing. It was still like a five, a four five viable. in your rotation. Uh, I think he could get better, just because I think the season is is him getting better and like working on the cutter and finding his location and, and improving. Still, the lefties hit him really good and really have like nice at bats against him. Needs to get a change up or something that goes away. I mean, I can't do another season hearing O'Neal and Coney like watch Clark's pitch and be like, how does he not have a pitch that goes away from lefties yeah. uh, over and over and over again? Um, but yeah, one of these guys needs to get traded. If they go get a Yamamoto and, 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 and they're able to move Clark for help somewhere, then I, I like keeping King as the guy, like you said, just because it's so versatile. There's a chance he, yeah, it, Got to be careful with your words. A little. There's a chance Mike King can be really good. How about I'll yep. say that? Yep. And I, I know even, uh, <laughs> well, end of the season, September Talking Yanks episode, it's a little wonky. Remember when Jess took me to a pool party and I recorded one after that? Whoa. Off the moon. Um, <laughs> I, I know we talked a little bit like Mike King's an interesting, like, risky extension candidate. I know we, I know we had some... I know we had some bad experiences with that recently between Hicks and Seve, but like if the Yankees are bought in and you mentioned there's two years of Mike King and there's, I don't know, could you try to tack on two years at 
what number? Like, I, I don't know. I, it was just a fun, I thought that was also a fun conversation exercise that if King were to be the one that stays, there might be a way you can, you can add another year or two at a nice price if he's good Mike King. Um, but, you know, you're adding a little more risk there. So I, I don't know. But King, King would be really, with the way arbitration works too, like he probably in that world is getting sort of shafted in arbitration because he didn't rack up saves and yeah. doesn't have like innings as a starter. Yeah, the what they so allow you You could to. probably give him like a, a better deal than he would be getting. I'm interested. Okay. When he's good, it looks so good. Yeah, well, it's like wiffle ball shit, slingshot. He's got, like, some confidence in there, huh? Yeah, but they say Clark's, Clark's the, the most, most confident, confident person in the world. Like, yeah. he's like, that's... I wonder what Clark's, Similar. like, like, and we've chatted with him, and he's an awesome guy. Like, I very enjoyed the conversation we had with Clark. But um, I didn't get the, the confidence. And that, his dad flew the plane. Good stuff. So... One of them. We talked about their dads, huh? One of them probably has to go. Yeah. Yeah, the Yanks don't really trade. You know, they won't see value match or whatever. But one of them should should be shopped. Um, so you improve the rotation. You're forced tie your hands to improve the rotation elsewhere while taking these guys at their highest value and move them on. Depth guys we've seen before. Next segment: Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Luis Heel. Will he be healthy mm. enough to be like in this conversation? Ooh. He made uh, he, he should yeah he he should pitched be, yeah. last year. Um, Brito him. Brito much better in relief than starting role. If King goes to the rotation out of spring, look for Brito to be that three inning guy if he's around because he kind of did really well with it. Um, and then Randy Vasquez. Yeah, numbers didn't like him, like the analytics didn't like him, but he got results, and I think there were a couple bad outings. And and none of his outings were long enough, so, like, the bad ones stung. And, yeah, it's kind of funny that uh, <laughs> Brito was so good in relief, and I, I guess on on surface level, if you just watch the two pitchers pitch, you might think Vasquez would be the better relief type just because that curveball can kind of be video game-ish when it's right. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I. it's tough for me to picture all three of them being back. Brito, Vasquez, and Heal. Um, you'd, you'd think one of, I don't want to say they feel redundant, but you, you got three guys around the same age that have had varying forms of success at the major league level. Heal was all out all of last season. Um, you'd think one of those guys could be a pretty decent sweetener to a trade package, and... Uh, uh, for me, that's probably not heel um, because, you know, he was just rehabbing all last year. So um, I don't know if, if you're a team looking to get information on him. I don't know. I, I, I see a team either liking Johnny Brito and whether they've, they're a team that values having a good change up. Like that's what Johnny Brito has with a fastball that touches 98. Baseball's yeah. in a weird spot. Um, or, or maybe you are a Vasquez team that uh, you, you feel there's something more that can be tapped into there that – I, I would expect one of those guys to get involved in a trade. For me, it feels like Brito would be a good stay swing guy because he had success in the bullpen, like kind of real success. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Yankees will need depth there. And, hey, let, let's look at the Clark Schmidt example, right? Like Clark Schmidt, his numbers as a starting pitcher weren't very good. His numbers as a reliever were, were good, and then he got more experience and it developed. 
that Johnny Brito feels like he has more Clark Schmidt potential in him or just as a multi-inning bullpen guy uh, that could establish himself because he's he's got two pitches you really like. It's kind of, I don't want to say comical, the lack of third pitch, but like the broadcast is talking about it. Yeah. And, and we're watching it like, oh my God. <laughs> no <Yeah>. slider, dude? <laughs> None. <laughs> no slide? That's like the second pitch you learn normally. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get your arm hurts. Yeah, and it's true. You die. What did you say? We all will. Yes, that's true. Uh, I don't know these guys for me. If they're if if they're around next year, I hope they um, start in the minors. Brito could probably be the last guy in the bullpen, and I wouldn't be upset by it. Like the way everything else falls, if Randy is on the rotation or the bullpen i i think that means we had a, a couple more injuries than we wanted and a couple lack of depth that we wanted mm-hmm. nothing against randy we just need to improve <laughs> just need to get better um I think, I think in the case of both of these guys currently six and seven on our depth chart if we come into spring training and that they're still in the, those spots i'm not sure we're stoked yeah yeah i guess that's how i feel as well um, interested in both. Do you have any thoughts on the next segment? Jake is you know guys who haven't debuted yet. Aaron Triple A. We got Clayton Beater. They got him in the Gallo trade. He'll be added to the forty man roster. Mitch Spence. Being mm. honest with the people, I have not heard his name before. Mm. Um, he could be taken in the Rule Five draft if they don't protect him on the forty man roster. Uh, says here, note from Biebs, Matt Blake specifically mentioned Beater and Spence as the next call-up candidates for MLB in September. And then Will Warren, uh, he's got the highest ceiling of the three. Doesn't have to be added to the 40-man. Could be a trade piece if they go make a big trade somewhere. He'd be a big piece, probably. Yeah. Uh, final 10, AAA starts, 210 ERA with a 404 FIP. So that's good. Yeah, and I'll, I'll even Biebs, – Biebs put a double-A group there, and I, I think, well, mostly the first guy's name is Richard Fitz. Um, so have, have Make your jokes about that at home if you want. Dick Fitz. Oh, Jim. Uh, Chase Hampton and Drew Thorpe. You've never heard otherwise. The two other – Oh, no, that'll fit. The two other pitchers listed um, are the Yankees – Two top-listed prospects as of now, right now, on, on most websites. Chase Hampton and Drew Thorpe. Um, so I, I think when when all of these end up in the bucket, um, Clayton Beater, my advanced scouts have told me he profiles better as a reliever. Um, well, we'll see how that develops. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. The other, the other three to me that jump out, Will Warren got on a lot of people's tongues last year. Oh, Chase Hampton and Drew Thorpe uh, trades. Um, trades. Like, uh, the Yankees need to improve their major league roster, and to do that, they're going to have to trade. And these guys are young pitchers that have each shown promise, and I think we're at the point, whether you're talking about Judge's prime or Cole's prime, hey, you know, figure out who's going to be best and try to hold on to the best one. But we also need to attack a window. Uh, because talking Yanks 2026, we're going to be talking about 36-year-old Cole and you know, 34-year-old Judge or whatever that, like, I, I'm i I'm sorry, and I, I hope these dudes are studs, and I, I hope 
if we do trade them, that they still go on to be really good. Because I'll, I'll root for guys always, but we need to add to the major league roster. And I, I, I couldn't tell you, none of these guys are jumping out. No none. Martian nicknames, you know? Hmm. Yeah. No, uh, no, um, oh boy, what was his no. name? Went to the Royals. Don't, don't. Chance no, Adams. no. Chance Adams. Come Chance on. is a good name. Come on. It is a good name. You wanted good names. I'm giving you good names. It was one stadium video. It was really well produced. Maybe it was you, Nick Tyrell. Maybe it was you. Someone's going to have to do it. I got got. It was a sick video. It was a cool vid. Yeah, sim- similar to the Clark and King further up the depth chart. Just Thorpe and Hampton feel. It feels like it might be. It would be a miss of an offseason if they both ended up here. Trades can happen differently. I don't know. Feels like one of them probably gone. Area of depth. Yeah. They got to make some trades. They could They could be like, nah, we're not making any trades. We, we like everyone. They can make trades and they don't include those guys too. But Hey, how about this? Feels Yankees. like some similar profiles. Maybe, maybe pick your one out of those dudes. Like if you, if you love Will Warren, you love Drew Thorpe, you love Chase Hampton, pick your one. Let's ride that horse. Let them be the next... Monty Clark, whoever it is. Um, otherwise, we be open on the others. God, we need to improve the MLB roster analytics. And auditing. fan analytics, because I agree with that. Auditing. Auditing, auditing, auditing. All right, let us know, uh, of all the guys mentioned, what would be your rotation? Mm. Wow. And then very soon. Everyone went into the deep thought. Oh, shit, an assignment. And you also have to subscribe to the channel. Thanks. It's true. Very soon, we'll we'll probably do a deep dive on Yamamoto because it'll be a big topic. Mm. We'll do all the starting pitching prospects. Don't you guys worry. We'll talk about the future. We will talk about the future. I did, um, before you send it uh, to Grams, uh, I did type uh, Yamamoto's name into Google Mm -hmm. because that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. and because I want to see how his start was yesterday because we were hyping that up. His playoff start, he was coming off a bad one. Uh, just in the top stories section, that you know, pops up like six boxes of recent news. Uh, Cubs, Dodgers, Phillies, Giants, and Red Sox all also listed. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who at home is getting full Yamamoto fever. Probably all of you because Cashman went oh, to the game. Oh, Yankee fans for sure don't <laughs> think there are other fan bases out there so that many teams also are think so many they're teams penciling, are penciling him in. in this they, they think it's just Yanks Mets. Especially, and dude, this, this guy's electric and coming off the year that Sanga had for the Mets. So many and teams. And he's are, 25 years so old. So many teams are penciling in this guy. Yeah. Wow. So young. Can he, can he play left field? Go Yanks. Tell him, Grams. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made 
by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks. 